you all in the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I want to tell you good morning. Glad to see you. Yes. For those of you that have your Bible, I will not prolong this. I'm just anxious to get into the Word of God. Standing up, I'm going to speak up and be sure I'm going to sit down. always told that as a young preacher. Those of you that have your Bibles, I'm going to ask you to turn to 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1. I'll be coming from the King James Version. I do encourage you to find a version that is right for you. But don't shy away from the King James Version. When you found it, say amen. And if you need a little more time, you can say, hold up. For we don't want to rush the word. We want to let the Lord have his way. 
individually and collectively. Once again, that's 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. And it reads, Behold, what manner of love the Father have bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Once again, behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us. May the Lord bless the reader, the hearer and doer of his word. Amen. Our topic for today is what manner of love is this? What manner of love that he has bestowed upon us. What is this? Before I start, I, we all know what, or soon to know what real love is. But when we talk about the love of God, it is totally different. The love of God is a wonderful subject and one that John's calls for our careful consideration and contemplation as we deal with it. The word behold means to see and know, to stop and ponder. Take me down a little bit. I'm echoing up here. To consider the truth of what is being said. Behold, we are advised not to rush or casually pass by what is being said in this verse, but to consider it completely. Because many people miss what God is saying. What God has done for us, we overlook it. I want you to consider the manner of love. John is calling for a deep inspection of God's love so that we will come to have a better understanding and appreciation of the manner of God's love that he has shown us. He has given us. How deep can you go in understanding what he's done for you? The word manner used in our text speaks of something that we're not accustomed to and that which is beyond ordinary. It's beyond that. It's no ordinary love that a man has for a woman, parent has for a child, husband and wife. God's love blows it all out the water. Why? Because that love, understand when we get into this message, 
the love that God has, look, is totally undeserved, uncalled for. But it's something about him. Because our love, we got to get to know a person. You, everybody don't love their enemy. We, we, we talk about love at first sight, for real. Why do we take the word love so casually? We said love is what love does, but what did love really do? If you see someone and say you love them, what has your love really done for them? I just met you. You just met me, but you love me. You don't know me. I know y'all don't want to hear this this morning, but what, I, what, what John wants you to understand, God knows you. Better than you know yourself. But he loved you. In spite of yourself. There are people who don't love themselves and not knowing that God loved them. All your flaws, all your everything that is hidden about you that you haven't exposed, God know it and knew it, but still bestowed upon you a precious gift. We shall move into this. Matthew 8 and 27, and I'm going to go into Matthew 4 and 41, but Matthew 8 and 27 says, but the men marvel, saying, what manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? You may be, where, where are you going with this? What? They marvel. Have you marveled at what God has given you, what God has done for you? Understand that they are astonished at what has taken place, at what has happened. Mark 41 and 4, 4 and 41 says, and they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? What they saw Jesus do, his ability and his power was, was not of the ordinary. What has God done for you to cause you to marvel? This can only be understood if you understand what manner of love he has given you. These people needed something to, to, to be amazed about God. What about you? God has to do for you for you to be amazed. This is the human um, cardinal side of us. We, 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 we from Missouri, the show me state, so we, that's how we deal with God. You got to show me, Lord. I ain't going to believe, but you ain't the only one that doesn't, ha it doesn't happen in the word of God. Some people do now, I, I, I need to see some dew on the ground. You need to let it be over him, Lord. You, the, the prophets have tested God. The, the people of God have, have tested God. God has always been faithful and true. But what about you? And me? God gave me, he said, to, to, to be loved by someone is not uncommon. Our parents love us. Our spouse, children, and family, and friends love us. Yet the love of God is beyond 
the ordinary. And here John describes this love as a love that has been bestowed, which means to give or to present as a gift to us in an uncommon and extraordinary way. Wow. If I was a billionaire and came in here passing out millions of dollars, there, who would say they deserve it? Thank you. Oh, I was chosen. Well, what's, what God has done is more valuable than that. It's so much valuable. When I begin to look at what manner of love is this, it blows me away. For his love is matchless. It's incomparable. Who can match God's love? What can you do that can match God's love of what he's given to you? The gift, the present that he gave to you. Have you considered the gift? How amazing, grateful we should be for the love of God that he has bestowed upon us, but we overlook it. It's like breathing. We take the air for granted until it gets polluted. We take water for granted until it is no drink, no longer drinkable. Hello, Mississippi, Jackson. You don't appreciate something till it's gone. When COVID hit, all those meals you wouldn't eat when you got grown, you, you began eating again. Vainas and sausage. Self meat. Potty meat. Oh, don't act like you don't know what potty meat is. Boy, it's the most awful looking thing it is. But you have to fix your mind. Baby, it, look, look, he, 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 if you want to live, if you want some strength, pad them sardines. I, I, I know they smell. <laughs> the one with the mustard in the can. Saltine crackers. Baby, you're eating it like it's a filet melon steak. God has a way of, of bringing it back. We, we become so accustomed to living off the fat of the land, we forgot that we came through where I didn't have anything, but, but he sustained us. And it's amazing that we forget from where we came from. When it comes to his love, this is how people treat it. Oh, God, just don't bless me. He just don't do it. You know, I'm his child. I'm his child. He's going to. And so we, we, we take his kindness for weakness. We take his goodness for weakness. We, 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 we just run over God. Nobody you run over him. What I've understood and John showed me this after years of this John now after years of experiencing the love of God 
John is astonished and amazed at the love of God for which he has for man. What? He been looking and understand John been watching man. Y'all some bad people at times. Y'all do some low down things. But this God I serve looks beyond your fault and see the need and continues to provide for your needs. But man don't recognize that and continue in his way. Day after day. The word said the fool have said in his heart there is no God. I have, understand, I, the fool. No, nobody want to raise their hand and say they've been a fool, but the whole point is when have you done something without God and you claimed all the glory, all the credit that you did it? It's you. And you told your friend they wouldn't have nothing one for me. It was it you? Was it you? Or was it God? God can use whomever he chooses. If he chooses to use you, who should get the credit? God. But we oftentimes say it's us. What I've learned that John showed me, for God love is an unselfish love. Number one. I ain't going to try to be before you long. I want to let you know this man of love. Number one, God's love is an unselfish love. Reverend, where's that found? That's found in John 3.16. For it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Number one, his love is unselfish. Is your love unselfish, people? Understand, not only is un it's unconditional. Is your love unconditional? Can I get it even when I'm bad? When I don't get on your last nerve, am I still welcome to your love? Am I still welcome to, to your money? To eat at your table? Am I still welcome to your affection? Oh, it's quiet now. What I've learned in life that the, 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 the closest to we get to it is with our children. But when it comes to our mates, it's a different story. It becomes conditional, but nobody wants to say that. Because when he or she gets on your nerves, it's don't touch me, don't, don't talk to me. Don't... But your child, you won't do that to. You're going to still feed them. You're going to still make sure. Understand, we're talking about love. But you say you love the person. Oh, man. God's love is so bad. It's all the way back in the garden. His grace and mercy showed up with Adam and Eve. His grace and mercy showed up with Lucifer. People don't get people don't understand. God loves every loves all his creation. Well, what you doing? I dare you to look in the scripture. God has set a time and place when He's gonna deal with you. They messed up in the garden. He could have fixed it then. He could have. 
He could have wiped it out. Started all over. But he did. He showed some love. He showed some compassion. He showed some understanding. Not only that, to, to, to bring us back, he gave. He gave a gift that in reality, if man is talking about shouldn't have gave it. We'll tell some people don't deserve. They don't deserve this. But God knows better. That's the, that's the human part about us. We have a breaking limit. But, but like the words that his thoughts and our thoughts are so far away. Understand, God is different. Understand he is an un, his love is unselfish. Number two, his love is an unending love. Unending. Understand, we got to break it for it. We'll tell you, I took all I can take. I've done all I can. And some of us Christian folks say, and now I got to put you in the hands of the Lord. I got to release you. You ain't finna drive me crazy. Because I'll be dead and gone. And you still be doing the same thing. You sound like you sound like a mama, don't? I know you. Y'all, y'all ain't must have had one of them. Yeah, I had some other words that came before that. Can't repeat them, but that 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 that's the rest of the matter. His unending love is found in Jeremiah thirty-one and three, and it says, "The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying." Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. I want y'all to underscore everlasting. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. His love is so everlasting, no matter how far we go, he still continues to try to draw us to him. Don't ever forget everybody has free will. God gave that. He wants you to draw to him through your own free will. I can take you to the well, but I can't make you drink. His love is at the well. His joy is at the well. His peace is at the well. Understand what you need is at the well. He is the well, but the whole point is we got an attitude out. I ain't going. I ain't doing it. You can't make me do nothing. It's my body. It's my life. It's... Have y'all heard that before? I'm grown. This the meat that becomes hard to swallow. So if I need to walk, milk it down, let me know. This is where it is, people. People do this. People say these things, but never truly understanding what it means. You want to be grown or whatever for a certain behavior, for a certain act, but there's a responsibility that comes with being an adult. 
child, teenager. I tell mine, long as you don't mind, son, you ain't grown. Long as you look, you, you look, you calling me to be taken care of. The trips you go on. You, you ain't paid for not what? Look, look, I'm, I'm that crazy too. If it's in my house, it's mine. It's only one grown person in this house. That's me and the wife. Understand, we won. Understand. I don't care how old you get. I'm the only grown person in this house. I let them know when you two grown to follow the rules, it's time to what? Free will. Barriers and family agreement, covenant, and abiding in this house. You can't bring who you want in here. You can't come in when you get ready to go back where you came from. The world is saying we're abusive. I, I, I want to let you know you, you ain't, I, I just know. That's the difference with the word of God. The, the world has gotten so smart that they'll try to take the word of God and say, God is a bad person. He's an abusive person. Uh, uh, he, he, is, he put all these rules on you because he don't want you to do nothing, because he don't want you to have nothing. Understand, God has given his love that, that nobody deserved it. We wouldn't be here without it. But you understand, we, we want to choose the love that we want. But God's love is his love. He ain't going to change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It is what it is. Don't think God can't love you and let you go to hell at the same time. What? Who can't love you and let you be you? I am to love you. I am to care about you. Ain't no time I to make you do anything. I'm simply to bring the message. I tell them on my job, I'm like Ezekiel. Understand? All I, my, my job is to warn you. It's what, what you decide to do with the message is up to you. If you want to throw it away, if you want to keep it, I'm letting you know now about God's love. The amount of love that he's given to you, you got to appreciate the love. You ain't really got to accept it. You need to know that it is available for you. And if you accept his love, then understand that there are some requirements of you. If you don't understand, fulfill the requirement, doesn't mean he ain't going to continue to give you his love. It's amazing that when we get mad, we, we think that we are hurting someone when we are simply hurting ourselves. It ain't going to be the way you want it all the time. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. We'll move to the next love. I just wanted to give you really three. The next one is God love is an undeserved love. Romans 5 and 8 says, but God commended his love toward us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. An undeserved love. He loved us in a sinful state. Hear me now. When God came to you, you weren't good. And some of us still ain't good. 
But God has commended his love to us in spite of us. It has nothing to do with you. If I want to bless you, it ain't got nothing to do with you. Hear me now. If I want to bless you, that wrestler you see out there begging, you know he might take the money and use it for But the whole point is, you ain't worried about what he's going to use the money for. Here, God bless you. Have a good day. It's amazing that you want to give the money and then tell somebody how to use the money. Let me, let me stay on that for a second. If I ask you for the money, you have the right to ask me what I'm going to do with it. It's my choice to tell you what I'm going to do with it or not. From there, you're going to decide whether or not you're going to give me the money. But if God done told you to give me the money, then what you should do? Crazy. God gives you his love. What you do with it is on you. It's a powerful love. It's a saving love. It's a healing love. We get mad at people because they misuse our love. If God got mad at you for misusing his love, where would you be? Where would your children be? Everything that's connected to you will be affected. So as I get ready to close, behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us. You ask. I ask, I would have you turn to the work of Christ and the cross. There you will find proof of God's love. At the cross, you will see love which shrinks from no sacrifice, but gives him up for death. For love, God does not shrink down. He gets big. Him and now. When it comes to you, he don't become a small God. He becomes a big God. When the storm comes, he's bigger than the storm. When the wind begins to blow, he's bigger than the wind. He can stand in front of the wind and the wind can't touch you. This is the God that we serve. When the fire comes, understand, he can put it out. What's going on in your life that the God that we serve can't do? At the cross, you see a love that will not be put away by sinfulness. What? By shortcomings, nor evil, but is willing to bless the unworthy. I don't care how sinful you are. I don't care how evil you are. Understand, God's love is able to reach you wherever you are. That's why we tell people, come as you are. Understand, people think we're talking about clothes. Now, come in all your sins. Come with all your evil. Whatever, you just come. That's all he's come. You're heavy laden. You're burnt, come. The word of God said, there is a way which seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways that, what seemeth right? Sin. Sin seemeth right. It's, sin ain't righteous, it's wrong. 
but it seemeth right. People often out there tell people, because you can, don't make it right. Because you can do it, don't make it right. We got to let people know the truth about God's love. It's not about enforcing it upon them. It's simply about telling them the story. Whether it's family, friends, foe, we still must tell them. Because it's not his will that any should perish. That everyone should come. Everyone should get everlasting life. He died for you. He died for me. No, I, I tell people, I, I, I can't say I was the best. It's by his grace. Like everyone else, I've done things I'm ashamed of. Certain people I'm able to talk, tell that story to because they're in that same boat. We all have had self-esteem issues that the love of God has brought us out and brought us out of. We have often felt low, alone. We have often been angry, frustrated. You are not alone in whatever you're going through. God is there. His love is there. But you got to lay hold on it. You got to let it soak in and heal you. The last thing God gave me, he said, know this, that the man of love that the Father has bestowed upon you is stronger than death and sin. Have you accepted it? It's stronger than death. It's stronger than sin. It'll raise you from the dead. It'll wash you clean. This love that I'm talking about. It's a miracle worker. This ain't a mother's love. This is not a father's love. This ain't grandma's love. This is God's love. What can wash away? My sin. That blood is the blood. For he gave it. Out of love, he wanted to wash you. He wanted to wash you. He wanted to wash you. This is what I try to let them know. I don't care what you've done. I can't judge you. But I can tell you about a love that's everlasting, a love that's unending, a love that's unselfish, a love that's worth having for me. I can tell you about the love of God. And as the choir gets ready to sing, I would like to open the door of the church because maybe somebody here needs this love desires this kind of love. See, when you come to God, he already knows. He knows who you are and what you've been doing. But yet and still, he said, come. Come on. Come on. The word tells us he was born in Bethlehem. Raised in that. 
tried an unjust course, hung, crucified, dead, and buried. But the word of God said he got up on the third day, not with some power, but with all power. Revelation, behold, I stand before you. Come on. God wants to fix you. And what's amazing in your coming, he's already fixed it. He's already done it because you decided to step out on God. Will there be another? Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on.